everybody to the Super Larios Brothers Super Show. Just in case this is the Christmas one. Oh, okay. oh, is that a Christmas song? Isn't that isn't that what Snoopy does at the end of whatever? That's just the Peanut song. No, just during the Christmas one. Oh, where they just do like they actually do it like that, like yeah, for some reason. I mean, yeah, it's probably like the ninth most relevant Christmas song I could think of for that moment. You got an entire Muppet Christmas Carol of songs to pick from. We have a black and white dog about. Not that that was her cue to sing, and she didn't. It is worth noting if you hear a little extra sound, Scotia is down here. Injured Scotia. Slowly on the mend. Slowly recovering. Getting stronger every day. Waiting for Christopher to turn back on the space heater desperately. Like, she really does. She's really looking for it. But sadly, girl, no dice. Chicks. Always cold. <laughs> Look at them and their stupid badges. Anyway, what's going on? <laughs> what's the do? How's it going, brother? It's going. We're both here. Post-finals. Post finals, post thirties. <laughs> you dinosaur. Oh, I felt all like the second day afterwards. I took a dump and it had me reeling afterwards. Like I, like I had just gotten done with a, like a fight. Like whoo, whoo, and I was like, oh man, thirty doesn't get around. It really, it was like a switch almost. From what that burger? I mean, your your anus has no, to. No, it wasn't even from that. that. It was like a day before. I, I forget. I must have had something that was pretty pretty dicey, but yeah, I took a dump that after I Yeah, turning 30 is not actually like that. It's not like a clock where you immediately start eating. Nope, pretty sure it's exactly what it is. It's not just that I had, like, a bad bowel movement and I'm blaming it on my 30s that I need to conform the world to my own impressions, but uh, no, I'm sure it's uh, exactly It's best to go with, is. well, there's nothing to be done about it. I'm like, no, this exactly fits into the viewpoint I've created for the world. <laughs> Scotia! You're not gonna be a part of a podcast if you start barking, girl. Edward, Edward, Edward. Stop it. All right. Well, she got her catchphrase in. She can get out of here now. She got got that one thing she needed to do in, and now she's kind of done. Stop by superlariobrothers.com for the (laughs) t-shirt. No, on there it doesn't say N-word. It says the whole thing. I don't know why we thought that was the better. Miscommunication uh, between us and the printing press. (laughs) No, uh, yeah, the other side of 30. It's a weird world. Yeah. Were you happy about your last year in your 20s? Uh, it was there. Okay. Is that not the most memorable of years? Isn't that right, Scotia girl? You lays about! <laughs> you quiet there. No one's asking for your opinions. You could have accomplished all sorts of goals with yourself, for yourself, but whoops. With a half a hot dog. I'm not done with that. I'm like, let me see. I only saw most of the superhero movies that came out that year. Good for me. You got to end it on Creed 2. <laughs> Is that crazy to be like, you're a yeah. couple years younger than Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> Am I? I think you are. I think he is early 30s. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think that that logic always came in like, right in like the mid-twenties is where you're just like, oh, at this point, if I wasn't like... I think Dad was the one who texted me something. He's just like, yeah, thirties when you're like, I guess I'm not going to be a professional ball player. I was like, no, that dream was done when I was like 23. And I was like, 
oh, guys my age are now like MVPs in the league. <laughs> like you don't you don't yeah. pop it. It's not like professional wrestling where you're like, yeah, every so often some guy who's like, yeah, I started doing it when I was like in my late thirties or whatever is like mm-hmm. he had a pretty good career or a boogeyman who didn't start training till he was forty. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Like there's no, no there's no guy doesn't happen who's, in any team sport really. Any professional sport really. boxing you that does happen because once again it only takes one person to get it done. All you have to do is get a license. Yeah, but, but they even to then, get onto a team or but, an established like franchise. But how how many great boxers are there who started boxing in like their forties or their thirties? A uh, great none. That's what I mean. Like that's that thing where you're just like, yeah, you're never going to be like the dream of being a ball player died well, before rec- I was thirty. Recent time in the turn of the century, there were a fair amount of like thirty year old farmers that are like, I'll give this a shot. Oh yeah, well that's near a title <laughs> shot. That's kind of, yeah, that's almost his whole own thing. Like Depression era before gyms were a thing? Yeah, where they suddenly they were like, you know, if you swing with an upwards thing, kind of like cuts through the air like that, like an uppercut kind of thing. You I know think, that, did I just invent this? That kid that like just punches cows to death at the slaughterhouse, he'd probably be pretty well suited for this. Are we going to start letting Negroes into this? I guess it could work out. <laughs> you think they're going to be any good at it? <laughs> Time will tell. Let's just let one or two in. <laughs> yeah, that that said, like that text, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if that was really like the end goal of any point in my life. If I was going to be like, oh man, I if I had just dedicated myself and gone back in time to when I was a kid and started playing football to have any skills before I was like eighteen. Yeah, I've never like. I always took some comfort in that, like, well, I still could be one of the youngest cast members on Saturday Night Live at like twenty three, twenty four. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it didn't really take any steps. Part of me did definitely still think, like, well, who knows? Maybe I'll be heavyweight champion of the world tomorrow. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe tomorrow I'll, like, push Klitschko over in a like airport and then I become champion. Oh, hardcore rules? Yeah. yeah and I, yeah, like, I just hit him with a frying pan and boom, now I'm the WBC heavyweight champion of Getting the world. Getting arrested, like, oh, this is a work, right? You guys, <laughs> you guys are a couple of jobbers. Oh, this is, Don't this, worry. I'll this give is you an tips. angle for me. Yeah, this is my new baby face yeah. turn. <laughs> Moments after my... Clear heel run of attacking this man with a frying pan while he was with his wife and kid. In broad daylight. In front of his children, so yeah. close to the holidays. <laughs> There's no way this isn't ruining their Christmas. And he hasn't been champion in quite some time. No, either. like, remember we thought Dad losing the title was the worst thing? But then when that goober just beat him up with a frying pan at the Baltimore <laughs> airport? I mean, we thought it was bad Dad was in Baltimore to begin with, but <laughs> to get knocked out by a guy with a But the, the other guy pan. didn't even have a flight. He drove down. Klitschko's <laughs> nearby. I could be champion. All right, I really got to get him before the first security check. <laughs> I And I definitely need to get him before he catches on to me. My plan of catching him outside of Cinnabon probably won't work. That's in the inside terminal. <laughs> and also probably doesn't do Cinnabon, <laughs> now that I think about it. And I don't think they have a shake and sack there anywhere, too, so... Steak and shake, whatever. I was hoping to avoid doing it in front of his kids, but it's my only opportunity. You're the best. (laughs) Kids, look out over there. Bong, bong, bong. (laughs) I like have to wait for one of his kids to like slip and fall, like whoops, and for all of his attention to be taken. And I'm like, here we go. Hayden Panettiere, if you want to, you know, call me sometime. Bang, 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 bang. She's like, absolutely not. No. Are you sure? What did you think about it? I'll probably uh, have some downtime for the next few days. But, after that... I'm going to be back to defending my title. In other wacky, hardcore shenanigans. <laughs> my first rule, uh, abolishing this antiquated, draconian, hardcore rule. <laughs> 24-7 rule is just needs to be put aside. It's no. Judgment by combat it should no longer exist. 
Circumventing justice is not what this fight's about. Also, rematch clauses are no longer in the system. God. Klitschko, you're going to have to work your way from the bottom to the top if you want this rematch. He's like, oh, done and done. <laughs> For you? <laughs> ah, well, I'm gonna have to I'll start fighting trouble. people. Normally, there's like a couple months in between fights to really treat. I'm going to just crush people left and right so I can get to you as quickly as possible. <laughs> there's going to be no one left in the heavyweight division in six months. It's going to be like that Pete and Pete episode <laughs> where the, the bully starts killing off the, the other people team. in the yeah. wrestling team just so you can face Pete. Yeah. <laughs> so people are going to start having accidents. accidents. Anthony <laughs> Joshua slipping on a series of banana peels placed in front of his house. Someone gets sucked into a hand-drying machine for some reason. Boom. It's all happening to make this rematch happen. Tyson Fury buys a, a bad dose of cocaine, apparently, and dead. Oh, Jesus. What a rough time for him. It's like every time I'm just having a mini heart attack when I open up the newspaper it's like another top heavyweight prospect found dead <laughs> rematch closer to set <laughs> you know what uh, this seems as good a time as any to relinquish my title undefeated undefended you mean <laughs> undefeated sorry I believe you might have dyslexia sir so undefeated <laughs> to bestow it on Hayden Panettiere and immediately bring back the uh, hardcore. Bang, dude, Josh Evans. It's like you know what? I've already dedicated to myself. Now I'm going to take a thorough beating. Why don't I go at some point? Let's let's make this. The I mean, you've already set yourself up for the notion that like you are relinquishing the title to escape the fight, and then you're like, oh, why don't I just dig myself right back into it, but a little bit deeper? Oh yeah, that's the plan the whole time. Like you know what? He's. It's not like this is getting me out of this beating. This, he'll find a way to get his get his comeuppance. Why don't I just outrage him? Make it like a big pay-per-view fight. <laughs> oh, wait, the fight against him? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you like 24-7, like you hit her with a frying pan and like drag her and Pantaria to the ring and you're like, all right, now let's do the official rematch! <laughs> just bunching her body still on the ground. I mean, I'm going to take some horrific, like, Godfather Sonny Corleone beating out of this anyway. It's oh, that's... Like fat payday. That's where you go into that fight and you're just like, oh, okay, so... I need to be... in America. <laughs> I need to be aware... Like, that's where Klitschko comes in. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a WWE equivalent. Like, that... Like, uh... It was like an Iron Man match Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle had, where Brock Lesnar started just by getting himself disqualified, beating the shit out of Kurt Angle with a chair. So he's like, well, yeah, I lose one fall, and then yeah. I get like three back for bidding this guy just beat with a chair. So it's that thing. I imagine Klitschko just walks in and punches your trainer. He's like, oh, I guess all the rules are out the window Sorry, now. Christopher. <laughs> oh, your trainer now. I'm part of this war. Oh, you want dad? Like, could you imagine that? He would literally poop himself after that punch. <laughs> I mean, dad... I think does several times for unrelated reasons. Oh, God. Dad was winning his trainer sweatpants. <laughs> I don't know why he got those super slick ones. They're lighter shade. They things. definitely make the sound that's clearly evident that says poop or something on the inside. Something sticky and wet. Why did Dad put the mic on his lower back? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my poor boy out there. Oh, my poor boy. <laughs> my bubble <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, he's better than mom, I guess. I point over to, like, the ring girl on the Klitschko side. Like, let's go! Just shaking those fat old tits. <laughs> for the world That's to see. That's for the boy, dude. My boy, dude. Years later, people ask me, like, do you ever go back and watch that fight? What fight? <laughs> fight? <laughs> in my, as you're just in like, my iron lung. As you're just like uh, uh, Hector Salamanza or whatever, like you're in a wheelchair and you ding, can't... Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Three, two dings for no? 
Four dings for double yes. He yeah. has watched it several times. It's a pretty nice house, though. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. Well, you were reigning world champion for quite some time as Klitschko killed his way back to the top. Cool. And I had to, like, hire unsuspecting young black, like, inner city kids. Like, you know what you should get into, kid? The heavyweight division. I'll train you. <laughs> I'm the world champion. He's like, really? Because I feel bigger than you. You're you're a heavyweight? Sure. I've never... Let me Google it. Don't bother Googling it. It's, yeah, that, it's been an impressive title reign. That's all you That Wikipedia page is a minefield of discussion right now. So there's no consensus that's ever going to be reached there. <laughs> Unified the titles in equally squeamish ways. <laughs> I'm sorry, where is this train headed from? <laughs> Talking about finals and turn of 30? Oh, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and all that stuff. All the good jazz. So, but I still could be heavyweight champion. Yeah, you I could. Yeah, no, that, that opportunity is still out there. And I have the same thing. If I, I guess I, like, throw a banana peel in front of Odell Beckham Jr., and then I, for some reason, like, I hit my head against his while he's falling, and we freaky Friday with each other. <laughs> and I'm like, sweet! Now I'm the cool basketball or football player now. I like how it doesn't work a hundred times with various people. And like the one time you're just like, oh, fuck it. Let me just try to mark Sanchez. <laughs> it works ah, immediately. Ah, how am I a professional NFL quarterback? And I just got the shit end of this deal. <laughs> He's like, thanks, sucker. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that is. For people out there who listen who don't follow professional football, Mark Sanchez is one of the most stunning examples of like a quarterback who is just. Like, maybe fucked over by the system, but just became a perpetual failure machine in the yeah. NFL, unfortunately. Started out the Jets as, like, I think the number six overall pick that year. People talking big about him. And I think yeah. he must have had a... He had two really good yeah. years. Like, he he started off... I mean, those were the years that the Jets and the Rec, like Rex Ryan led the Jets. Then they made it to, like, the AFC Championship game, I think, two years in a row. It was rare to hear Jets fans talking. But it, it, oh yeah, it they were happening. like finally all the pieces have come together, and then just and a fair amount of pity from other people. Like good for the Jets, finally oh, putting yeah. up for some a moment. Sort of it was like effort. cool, you know. I'm glad Uncle Mike's gonna have a couple of these yeah. seasons to remember <laughs> instead of just oh we were piles of shit for 20 years. Uh, and then started just the team started falling apart. Sanchez kind of got dragged down with that wasn't doing well, had the infamous butt fumble, which, if you've never seen it, is one of the funniest things in the world to watch. I had to have seen it at some you point. Ha- it's where Mark Sanchez is about to get sacked, and he just runs straight into his center's ass, <laughs> yeah. knocks himself out, basically drops the football, and then the Patriots play a pick up for a touchdown. <laughs> it's hysterical. Like It's almost like something out of a cartoon. Like, like Daffy Duck decided to be a quarterback for a day. He's like, I'm going to show Bugs what's up. Do a 42 hike and just run straight into a butt, drops the ball, and the other team scores. Just run straight into, like, baby Huey's ass. Like, <laughs> what's going on back there? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like, Tweety Bird just flies the football <laughs> in for a touchdown or something. Like, the tiniest Looney Tune. Yeah, just the most offensive jig, like, celebration oh, ever. Yeah, really, she starts hot-dogging it real bad. Pelvic thrusting. Is Tweety Bird a he or a Butt she? scooting. I think it's a he. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. I assume Tweety Bird just sound like a very feminine name. No, they didn't give them. They didn't give any of those characters to females back then. Oh, I guess it really would have been a dude. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, unless you were the female counterpart to an already established male character. <laughs> yeah, well, if you, <laughs> everyone needs the uh, Minnie that, Mouse. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I guess it really kind of Looney Tunes didn't even get that until they did uh, Tiny Tunes. Yeah, where they were like, "Oh, how about uh, the female bugs?" And um, 
I guess there was technically a female Daffy. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sure that. That. I can't like, wait. It's like, we haven't looked that out in Terran a while. <laughs> we need to. I like oh. the idea for letting her front, uh, like letting her gates down. <laughs> no, fuck it. Uh, before we even get to that, though, we should bring this up because we've forgotten to mention it like several times. We have had some movement in the death pool. Yes, I did have that on my list. So. Well, some of us have had some movement. Well, hi. Jim Duggan just recently got out of the ICU. It is uh, December 16th. There's still plenty of time for him to pop back in there. Look, I wish the best for him. Oh, and all that. But, hey, I'd like a free pizza out of this. And also, just in case this is your first time, I'm Michael Larios. (laughs) Oh, Christopher, are we... Yeah. 16 minutes into the episode, we're like, hey, guys, here's what's... Still some sort of introduction, because we're about to do some rehashing anyway for what the death pool is. Are we? I mean, I was just going to say that there's been movement in it. I assume people, if they're listening, have been. A death pool where the the beneficiary receives a pizza with two toppings of their choosing. And for the longest time, there were no winners in these death pools. Yeah, I think we've been doing this for three years now, and this is the first time we've actually had someone. Aretha Franklin, I don't know how I she's... two. <laughs> I don't know how she's held on. She's still... No, she's dead. She's That's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, she was the first one. Mine's yeah. Bruno, uh, Aretha Franklin and Bruno San Martino, who died quietly, didn't make the headline news, so yeah. I found that out like two months ago. Well, Aretha Franklin, you, you knew. That, that yeah, that was news. everywhere. But yeah. Uh, and then we didn't have on this year, but Stan Lee had been on mine, I think, for two previous years. Mm-hmm. So that one's off that hand. George Bush was on one of yours previously. I know. I think a couple years I put him on. I, he might have been my double down. Yeah, there. at one point. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Would you like to double down on any of your picks, do you think? Last time I checked, Hack saw Jim Duggan was recovering from home. Uh, I'd have to double check. I think Willie Nelson was the only one on my list, and I'm like, how is this guy still alive? But I, I think I have to change. I, I have to imagine, like, next year it's going to be... It's almost going to be a fight for certain people who we know cannot be much longer for the world. Oh, like, George Bush Sr. would have been right. My very first pick. I mean, I wasn't even... I was going to go for the much sadder one of, like, can we just agree No one, neither of us will pick Artie Lang and just let that be what it is? <laughs> almost a free pizza if he should survive another year? It would be the saddest pizza I would ever eat. <laughs> <laughs> You should fill it with, like, heroin and Coke. <laughs> bacon. This, this is for you. This is for you, Art. This is for you, A. Yes, if you haven't seen the picture, he had to have his septum removed, or his septum deteriorated to the point where it had to be removed. So I've never heard of that It's, like, before. pug-nosed. I've never heard of that before. Uh, did you ever see that mug shot of Yasmin Bleeth? That's like, she know. had something like that happen, it's like, years so, later, where, like, her nose bent over. It's so mind-boggling to have snorted that much. Well, he was heroin. He was snorting too, wasn't heroin he? Heroin and cocaine, yeah. He's it always was... been scared of needles. <sighs> to snort both of them to such an extent that it deteriorates your face is... Two drugs with very I've different seen... effects as and, well. Yeah, and I've seen people who have done... like I've You've seen like people who are on the streets who have like, been addicted to drugs and I've never seen one whose entire nose is essentially caved in. No, because they die way. usually yeah. before that happens. And Artie's fat as shit too on top of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Not to you know, not to strike out against him, but I mean, it's a guy who's never been in great shape. I've always said it. You sometimes you see old drug addicts. You know, it's usually there's some money involved, but you know, the Rolling Stones are proof he can live that long and be a huge drug addict. You sometimes see like smoke. I think you see a lot of old smokers, like seventy, yeah. eighty year old smokers. You never, and occasionally you see an old fat person. That's even rarer. 
you never see any combination of the fat oh. and like bad habits. It never happens. Now, to be fair, Artie Come Lang on. calling him old is maybe two strike, and he's what maybe in his fifties. Yeah, early fifties. Yeah, he's he's not like it's not like he's ninety and all these things are happening. Yeah, but if but, you're going, I mean, like who Chris Farley dead in his thirties? Uh, what's his name from Animal House? John uh, Jim Belushi. Bel- Jim Belushi. No, John. no, John Belushi. Yeah, yeah, Jim's the one who's still alive. He's the one that man who died and made you king. I forget <laughs> was like the best Jim. So I heard about him. Something like that. I remember watching a couple episodes of that for the longest time, too. Life According to Jim or whatever. People told me it was good. I never really liked it. I think I watched it at a time. I think I was more enamored. I think Cheryl Hines was the wife in that show. Or the wife in the show was super hot. No, it was, was. Uh, it was the chick from... Um, one of the girls from Melrose Place, I think. Yeah, she was crazy hot. And I think I remember watching a couple episodes just yeah. for her. It was the long line of I'm that formula. Yeah. Like the slobbing... Oh, it was almost like the perfection of it. Where you're just like... He's a hideous slob, and you're clearly like a supermodel. Why are you still working out this much? Yeah, like, I don't understand how this. And he's such an unlikable, him? and he's he such an unlikable fuck too. Yeah. Like, oh, he's an idiot. She's always like way smarter. Like, why are you okay? How can you be way hotter and way smarter for this guy, and you're still with him? Yeah, and he still Homer Simpson's his way through like every episode to the point where you're just like, why wouldn't you just take the kids and half the money? If it's like solely his riches you want at this point. Yeah. Which I don't think was the premise of the show. No. I'm sure it was just one of those notions that they were just like, well, this is what all middle class white families have. Like, well, of course he got me <laughs> pregnant, so I had to drop out of medical medical school. Like, what? <laughs> I had to give up my NASA mission I was about to go on. Excuse me? <laughs> First woman on Mars. What? <laughs> the chicks are beating us to Mars? <laughs> I mean, yay, mankind. You signed out. Has there not been anyone to Mars since then? (laughs) When was this? Elf, it's not her. Why bother? Everyone shut it down. We're not getting the hot one to Mars. We don't want to bother. In fact, NASA's going out of business. We'll let the Russians do it. (laughs) Just give them the power. Just give them the keys. There you go, comrade. (laughs) We take great care of medical facility. This is NASA. Whatever. Are you going to put Artie on your... Pool. I mean, if no, if you're not going to fight me on that, then yeah. I mean, that's, it might be too sad for me to do it. I mean, that's one, and then I have to assume Dick Van. Dyke's I would almost on there. be happy. I would be so happy if I was wrong and like, wow, this is the Artie Lang did kind of get finally cleaned up and dedicated his life. I mean, the odds of that happening are minuscule. I would love it. It's such a challenge at that point. Like when you've crumbled to such a point. Yeah, like, it's, it's coming a, back is it's a negative feedback loop too, where he's it's just harder for things to get done when you when you've reached into that point. Yeah, and it just, the detox could kill you. Yeah, and I mean, it's like the Eddie Guerrero thing, too. Like, you can even have someone turn their life around completely, but then it's, like, still, like, oh, just that residual damage. Like, it's yeah. not like it's going to get undone, mm-hmm. so. Because I think he uh, showed up for a parole hearing and just, uh, that he had to get drug tested for, too, and just flat out admitted, like, yeah, you're going to find some cocaine in there. And they even, like, put in the story, like, cocaine can get out of your system in as little as two days. He's oh, like, Jesus. <laughs> like he was just like shit is that tomorrow oh well and then a bunch of prescription stuff that's supposed to help you get off heroin and no heroin in the system no heroin but I the mean, prescription the stuff you're on will literally make you like violently nauseous if you even try and do heroin so it's kind of like one of those ones like there's no way he could be doing heroin without no I don't even that's a brutal one yeah okay but then Dick Van Dyke would be the other one. Like we have to assume, isn't he like ninety two or something? I, like I'd assume the new Mary Poppins would kill him. Yeah, I mean it's it's insane that he's he's. I mean, good God bless him, but um, 
And it's weird how many, like, I remember getting a text from Allie when Stan Lee died. She's like, are you doing okay? I was like, I mean, I love the Marvel movies. I don't know. Was, was this like a suicide watch? Like yeah, Chris, a 92-year-old man. Not, not on anymore. I'm like, no, I mean, I'm pretty happy for the guy. I mean, he lived as long as possible in a, like, you have to imagine. Why so young, God? <laughs> he had more left to give. But you have to imagine. I guess Billy Joel was right. I can't imagine. I'm trying to think of anyone out there who I think achieved more, like, a better way of kind of, like... So he created these universe stuff when he was, like, 40 or whatever, like, all the Marvel characters. And that was, like, his passion thing that he essentially did. After serving World War II. And they were, like, they were popular. They were a niche thing. But not only that, he lived to then get to see them become the like cornerstones of modern entertainment like they are the movies that people talk about now in prime like twilight years when you get yeah. that opportunity to kind of sit back and he didn't have to work and he didn't they, were, they weren't like all right stan can make some more comics or anything like that he just yeah. got to do kind of what he want he got to basically go on like and be a part of them too like yeah. oh yeah we want you in all these movies and all this stuff yeah and to become literally a celebrity that he never did. oh yeah when that, you look at everyone, like, pictures of what like the first like comic-con was and it was just like a yeah. bunch of nerds like, in a do basement you, do you know who gary gygax is no that's the guy who made D. like okay. that's the thing like stanley was that essentially to like comic book fans before this like only comic book fans were really going to be like oh yeah i know stanley is mm-hmm. whereas now it's like oh everyone knows who stanley is because yeah. he's in every one of those movies and everyone sees those movies kind of deal yeah like in for what would be considered a nerdy medium n- not today necessarily but such a nerdy medium for so long that like night like college age girls know exactly who you are on site. Oh yeah, it's, that's so rare. It's insane, and you have to think like those stories now because they've reached that pinnacle. Like those are going to be like the modern myths that are going to be shared down like centuries from now, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like the way we look back on like Beowulf and like you know Illithid or not Illithid uh, Homer's Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. Sure. Illithid is a D and D creature. Uh, but yeah, like looking back on those things, like it's reached that kind of level almost where you're like, ah, it's crazy. Like, and he got to be 90 where it's happened. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I was like, no, I'm nothing. No, that's a happen. great life. I, yeah. Yes. I don't know. I know the last few months hadn't been kind of. Oh, his last. Yeah. I think there's definitely some issues. I know there was like points where people were trying to accuse him of sexually assaulting his, his Nurse, nurses home and care assistant. Then I think the story, I don't know a hundred percent all these things. So take it with a grain of salt. But I thought the story even came out that the nurses were just doing that to try to extort him. I mean, even if that wasn't true, it just like who cares? He's so old. Like, what's? How much could he possibly be like intimidating you at that point? Like, I understand like even at that age, nobody's owed that, but it's still like, is he even aware he's doing it at this point? That's the worry I always because I was the same with like George Bush Senior. I was like, does he even know? Or is it just like such a deterioration of the mind that? Like, is there even a person consciously making a decision, or is it just somebody who's just like, I'm somewhat living in this moment that exists? Maybe really he does the same thing to the coat rack as soon not as ex- I leave. Yeah, I mean, not not to excuse it or anything like that, because, again, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking more on the fact that I think the story became that it was just like, oh, the nurses were stealing from him, and it was probably another ploy. It's possible. To like it never him. gathered real traction. So It I, was a very quiet kind of story, yeah. so. I assume there wasn't that much to it. Yeah, but that's that's crazy for that, so. And was married something ridiculous. George Bush Sr. was married 72 years. Can you imagine that? Good Lord. But I think uh, I think Stan Lee was married like 50-something. Yeah, his wife passed way before him, I think. So, and you, Do you think there was any cleaning up of pus? There had to have been, right? And in like his 70s? 
Why not, dude? You, but you're way bigger than you've ever been in your entire life. I mean... I would never advocate taking, like, Viagra, but it's like, at that point, like, let's put this old girl back to work. I mean, it's weird you refer to your penis as a girl, but... <laughs> this old girl Get back, back out there, Sheila. You're not done yet. <laughs> Come on, Bertha. Let's get out there and start slaying pigs. Big Bertha. Big Bertha. <laughs> it would hurt that, right? Scotia, you heard Big Bertha. I didn't hear shit. But see, Betty? <laughs> L- little Lisa? <laughs> no. No, you can't tell anybody this. <laughs> I'm cracking. No, Mikey, did you get our dog? Over something you might have said to her? Like... <laughs> Over something you were doing in a shtick? <laughs> it's, it's all shtick, like the line between reality so hard to tell anymore. <laughs> oh my god. It's like the Truman Show. I don't know where it stops anymore. I live my life in like a yes and environment where nobody wants it. <laughs> Everyone responding goes, no but. <laughs> so I have to kill them. They they can't be on the stage if they're going to no but me. Yeah. The, the world's a stage. Every uh, person, a player. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I did. I, I saw Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, and there's a Stanley cameo in there. It's pretty heartbreaking. Ali sent me something that he filmed like five or six. He's going to be in, I mean, he's going to be in, I think, at least Captain Marvel and then Infinity War Endgame. And then he's probably, I think he's filmed them for a couple movies ahead of that. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we may see some from Far From Home, I think. And I don't know if they've actually set what comes after Far From Home yet. Like, I know they have movies announced, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if any are, like, on the docket yet, essentially. Let me throw this at you. Uh, Let's say... Uh, at the end of Aquaman like the right before it goes into like the full on credits and it just goes like dedicated to the memory of Stan Lee yeah I mean I think that'd be a very classy move alright does your opinion change if it's just a dog shit movie and you're like why did you even attach him to this I mean <laughs> well I'm just like boo <laughs> your, your attempt to cross the aisle is only worse than the memory of Stanley boo like you're only- they're like sir calm down there are children here put your shirt back on <laughs> no the world must hear of my outrage <laughs> put that torch out <laughs> no we all this is the same movie theater you worked at we all know you're here get out of here never Aquaman will hear my rock! <laughs> I put you on trial for raping the memory of Stan Lee. I didn't know we let rapists make, well, I mean, Brian Singer, but all the rapists make movies now. Uh, no, I think it might be a fine thing. Okay. I, I'll be honest. I have, I think because apparently there was that year or so that I was seeing movies every weekend at the movie theater, and I found out apparently I was part of, like, even though I haven't seen movies that frequently since, then, apparently I'm still in like one of the top patrons to the theater near us. And I think a free ticket came along with that or something. Because when I went to go use my free ticket for Spider-Man, lady, it was like, oh, you have two. Hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. So I've been contemplating whether or not to see another movie. I was like, do I want to see Aquaman with Matt? Do I want to see Bumblebee? Or do I just hold off? I'm still well, kind of in a caught-off situation here. There's still uh, you know, the upcoming Oscar pool, so you might want to save it for that. There is that. I was saying we could actually... Although I've had the opportunity to try and, like, cut that off and be like, I could just see Green Book now while it's in theaters, as opposed to me being like, every time I'm considering it, being like, it's not even in the booth for something this heavy right now. And it seems impossible, but how annoyed would you be if it was an okay movie and then doesn't get nominated for Best Picture, so it's... It that would be my concern, anything. yeah. 
That, that would be the, the real the real danger and all that. But I did. I, it did get nominated for a couple. Um, yeah, I, the Oscar nominations are not out yet, but I did get to look over some of the Golden Globe ones. Um, best drama's Black Panther. All right, we'll see that one already. Oh, that'd be so great if that made it to the actual Oscars, too. <laughs> they were like, sure, whatever. Hey, Negroes. I'm just like, boo! What about Logan? Boo! <laughs> yes! We'll let you in. I'm a seat filler. Boo! <laughs> boo! Probably, not, not probably boo. not after this, but... Not booing black people, by the way. I'm just booing that I think Logan's a superior superhero movie, so we're going to nominate one. And even just a superior movie on so many levels as far as different from its source material, but... Boo! boo! Get those monkeys off the stage! In retrospect, monkeys was a poor we were to use. I was kind of just thinking like these wild animals who don't understand civilized art like Logan. Yeah. But I realize now that could come off as kind of racist. Look, so. I fully supported Moonlight getting the Golden Monkey Award. I mean, <laughs> getting the Golden Banana or whatever they want. <laughs> whatever, whatever makes them happy. Whatever Donkey Something Kong. that spins on hubcaps. Whatever Donkey Kong was chasing in Donkey Kong 64. I'm glad they got that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Boo! Boo! Logan! I wanted my white superhero! Uh, Black Klansman. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. That's not gonna get nominated. Oh, God, I hope that doesn't get nominated. I heard it was such garbage. Yeah, it's not good. Um... Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it, but okay. I, I... That's what I saw, too. Mixed reviews. Uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, I have no idea what that is. And A Star Is Born. Okay. Those can't possibly be what... And I'll just think. look in... Can you imagine... If, like, 80 years after that movie comes out, A Star is Born is nominated for the best picture again, where you're yeah. just like, what? No, you can't do this. You can't do the same movie again with Lady Gaga and be like, it's kind of a new thing. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's a classic. Everyone should be able to enjoy it, whatever. But... Eat it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it that good again? Best motion picture, musical, or comedy... Uh, I don't think most of these will be on here, but... I might. I mean, The Martian was in Crazy it. Rich Asians... The, Solid movie. The favorite. Green Book. Okay, yeah. Green Book. That's weird that that qualifies as a comedy and not a... But Black the, Panther is a yeah, drama. Yeah, it's very, it's very weird. They're like, hey, we gave you one... Moment. It is... We that, gave you one banana nomination. Get off our back. That is like what happens every year with those uh, awards, though, is that... With the Golden with Globes. With the Golden Globes, is there's like one that's in like comedy and action or something like that. You're just like, huh? Uh, Mary Poppins Returns and Vice. Maybe, did I just miss what are supposed to be, like, crazy good movies? Because, like, last year, I feel like there was a ton of, like, smaller kind of indie films. They're not indie films, but, like, the Oscar bait movies that were like, yeah, we're going to come out with those later. And those were nominated still for Golden Globes. Uh, this just feels remember. like here are the movies that are kind of good that came out this year. Like, all of those are things that have been released. Like, it wasn't like I saw Call Me By Your Name or whatever until Oscar season was out. Like, I didn't make a, wild, a national release until then. Uh, I don't know. I mean, some of these... I'm surprised Black Panther still is... I thought that was long enough ago it didn't, wouldn't be in it, but... Um, yeah, it's an interesting mix. Uh, for Best Actor, or, uh, we got Bradley Cooper, Star is Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Lucas Hedges, Boy Erased, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, John David Washington for Black Klansman. Hmm. Boy Erased, I thought I heard maybe some stuff about. Maybe that's going to be one. Uh, best Actor in a Motion Picture, uh, Musical or Comedy, Christian Bale for Vice. Oh, okay, Vice is the, the George Bush yeah. and Donald Rumsfeld. 
Lin-Manuel. Named all the people who weren't. <laughs> Everybody except title Dick character. Cheney. <laughs> he named everyone in the cabinet except, except the Christian title Bale character. Played. Yeah, Dick Cheney. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, for... like it's the one George Bush, Donald Rumsfeld, Condoleezza Rice, Colin Powell. You know, they're all <laughs> Michael Bolton. John Bolton. <laughs> Uh, Vigo Were Morris. you impressed I was able to name that many members of the Bush good. cabinet? You left me with it. I was like, I'm, where am I going now? Uh, Vigo Mortensen, Green Book. Robert Redford, Old Man and the Gun. That'd be curious if they just sent him a sign-off Oscar nomination. Uh, John C. Riley, Stan and Ollie. Huh. I did see the trailer. I wasn't thrilled. But um, Best Actress, Glenn Close, The Wife. Lady Gaga, Star is Born. Nicole Kidman, Destroyer. Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy, can you please forgive me? Is that the one where she was faking? Yeah, up that's the one where she was Israel forging writers, or whatever her things. name is. Go, she go. Yeah. Uh, Rosemond Pike in A Private War. That was motion or drama, and then in comedy, uh, Amy Adams, Vice, Claire Foy, First Man, Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk. What is this? If Beale Street Could Talk. It's something that's out there. I have heard of it. I just Emma don't, Stone. Like, I've heard of it's by name, and I don't know anything else about it, unfortunately. Oh, wait a minute. Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz. There is... Hmm. Never mind. I thought there was... I thought there wasn't one for... <clears throat> no, best actress in a supporting role for any picture. Okay. They don't divide up the supporting ones for that. Uh, I gotta assume A Star is Born is gonna be one that we'll have to see. Um, I think Rami, what's his name, for Bohemian Rhapsody is probably almost certainly gonna be nominated for Best Oscar, so that one will probably oh, be one I've heard it's so bad, and they gave I'm him like these, everyone says he's amazing. They say they gave him like these super shitty fake teeth, too. <laughs> like, like they were like, duh, fucking. Uh, Freddie Mercury had like giant fake enormous overbite right like yeah. comically so yeah it's, I'm not the movie I've heard very mixed things and I didn't even like the trailer that much Ooh. but everyone says he's amazing in it I'm still actually I'm reading that apparently A Star Is Born may actually be a, something that's an Oscar movie I'm reading something on uh, Entertainment EW and that, they're saying that that could be on there Roma is one Green is Book is that a Netflix one uh, Netflix is taking to film to ch- festivals, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess so. That blows. And they, oh my god, that'd be crazy if Netflix had a Best Picture nominated movie. It should have been fucking Beasts of No Nation. That was so disappointing when that got snubbed. Black Panther's apparently a real consider. God, how great would it be if I were like, Woo, one done for my superhero movie list. I'd almost have to rewatch Black Panther if there was like a trivia portion to the contest at all, because I, <laughs> I don't recall the details. Can You Ever Forgive Me is being considered for one. Uh, the favorite. First Man. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, beautiful Boy. Green Book, I think, is almost certainly going to be one. What if Crazy Rich Asians? That'd be even crazier. They're like, oh, I'd be. So, we need viewers. What if? And there's that moment too where it's like, uh, the lead actress and it's not one that's nominated. I'm like, Mike, there's a shot she could do it. Some of us, thankfully, have already seen the movie. But good luck with that. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to pronounce. I, I guess it's Volo or Vox Lux. 
I'm not sure. The Natalie Portman one, she's apparently possible. The wife. It's not any of the nominations. Oh, God. I hope Hereditary doesn't get it in there. I don't want to have to watch that one. I don't even know what that is. It's a horror movie with, like, the little girl with, like, keeps clicking. Like, the grandma dies. Oh. And it's just, like, the little girl's like... Yeah, I don't want to see over that. Over again. Horror movies almost never get it, though, right? I think so sometimes they will. Odd performance. Between Amy, Amy Adams and Christian Bale, one of them's going to get nominated. So Vice is almost definitely going to be on there. Yeah, Bale Street could talk. Adapted from a 1974 novel by beloved writer James Baldwin. Uh, Black Klansman I'd actually like to see. So that would be... Ooh, sorry, I got excited. I was like, won't you be my neighbor's not, oh, for best documentary. I was like, that is yeah. actually called <laughs> You got that excited, you like, I was like, wait a minute. I like, for a hot second, I just saw the picture of Mr. Rogers. Like, oh my God. And then I started to think, I was like, what could it possibly be nominated? It's not going to be nominated for best picture, although maybe it's on page that should be. I mean, and I would argue best actor as well, even though he was <laughs> a series of recorded television shots. Uh, no, but that, assuming that Tom Hanks one is any good. Could be up for next year. That Which comes one? out sometime in 2019. Alright, so that's a look at some of them. I would say Green Book I'm looking forward to. And Black Klansman, and that's about it. Well, it's probably too early to say. <clears throat> yeah, we, we probably should wait until we actually find out what the nominees are, because there there could be a lot of I stuff. could see Robert Redford squeezing a Best Actor nomination out of this. Not the win. But I could see them just being like, well, here's a tip of the cat because you're 107 or whatever. He's like, I was Alexander Pierce. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that was the one Marvel character you played. I'd be shocked if you remember that character. I'm glad uh, you went for, I guess, four days of shooting. Think is, yeah, your most notable character. It's certainly, I guess, to 20 year olds it is, but. You were Butch Cassidy. <laughs> I was also Alexander Pierce, head of S.H.I.E.L.D., although secretly. Hydra. They're like, thank you again for all your work, Mr. Redford. We're giving you Oscar, not specifically for Winter Soldier. Great movie, but not for that specifically. Just recognize that. I'm not sure why you're here. These are the technical awards. <laughs> you might have guessed by the lack of cameras and people. Give me that goddamn <laughs> trophy. Clink! Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. <laughs> throwing, <laughs> throwing gas bombs into the That'd crowd. be pretty sad slash hilarious if he was like... <laughs> His whole career, and he's still obsessed with that role. <laughs> he's just, with his accolades, he feels he should have gotten for it. He just like sits around. He's just like, I haven't gotten a call from the Russo brothers about Alexander Pierce returning in Endgame, but don't hold your breath. Perhaps it might. Can you just be happy for probably like the thousands of like grandparents that took their kids to a movie oh, and that they, they got were, something out of it? Too, they were like, like, I love Robert Redford. He's great in this. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I remember him from other movies. But shut up, Nana. <laughs> with that man frozen in the 40s. <laughs> you keep flapping your tits about this dinosaur the entire movie. <laughs> I knew I should have put you down. <laughs> no, when I came to pick you up, I thought I was getting the good grandson. <laughs> just be stand. Boom! <laughs> Get out of my theater! <laughs> A scene which did not happen during our viewing of Creed 2 when like seven babies were crying all throughout it and an absurd amount and it was two babies like it was dual audio on, <laughs> on like opposite sides of the theater yeah it was really and you know i don't want to 
insinuate stereotypes, but that was really a moment where I was waiting for some of the black people in the group to be like, hey, come on now! Yeah. I'm trying to watch Rocky! You know, I'm not saying You're this. like, come on, I'm a meek, mild-mannered white guy. I can't possibly stand up in this kind of social situation. I'm not going to say what skin color there were, but there were a lot of uppity babies in the theater. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh... And yeah. I get it. It's a great story, and you want to enjoy it, but it's like... You want to you know, vocalize like your it, thoughts. Yeah, you'll get it in three months at home. Like, if you know your baby can't handle a movie. Oh, I thought for the babies. Like, uh, I understand. They're crying. They also understand this is a very passionate film, and they want to voice their Drago thoughts. just loses in the first fight. Yeah, Calm down. They can't... You know, it's hard for them to really restrain themselves at that age. So, they're just like, Ah, Creed! Back out there! Creed! That shot was after the bell! Ah! <laughs> Creed 2, very good, by the way. Excellent. These people are listening. Highly um, recommend it. Um, I don't know if Rockies have historically been holiday movies, but it felt enough like kind of a holiday movie to me. I can't explain why. I was going to say, I was like, I don't think a single event takes place on a holiday. I don't Maybe I associate... They share, a, I guess they share like a New Year's thing together at one point? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure why. I, I really don't know why it kind of strikes that chord with me, but... I liked it a lot. It's... So, do we want to talk about spoilers for it at all? Well, I already spoiled Drago wins the first fight. Well, I mean... <laughs> Spoiler alert. I was going to let that off to just be like, no, that's part of the shtick. Mikey's just making up lines and throwing them out there. You know, how he do. Yeah. Uh, no, I wanted to talk a little bit, I guess, about what's... Uh, I don't care, uh, the fate of a particular character. Okay. Yeah, spoilers. Okay, so Fast spoilers. Do probably like three minutes at least. I'm definitely going to be more than that, I think. Uh, 15. <laughs> you know what? We'll see Just you next week. Turn off the episode, Terry. Goodbye. <laughs> now, uh, so how did you feel that that is apparently Rocky's last scene? That's There's not going to be Rocky in anymore. Uh, we'll see, because that's entirely up to Sylvester Stallone, he said He said that is. He could change his mind, though. He could. Would I'm pretty want, sure when he... Would you want him to? Well, my doubt is, because it... I'm pretty sure he originally said Expendables was just going to be a one-off kind of thing, and there's been what eleven or how there many? are three. They yeah. and they got significately worse. Oh, they were significantly worse. Yeah. So I, the I, first one was like this is campy fun, and then like the third one, I was like this is hot garbage. I could still see him changing his mind. Um, so I guess then the question is, would you want to see him come back? Uh, it would depend. You know, I wouldn't mind if Rocky. You know, Rocky movies continue forever under different names, obviously. But uh, you know, like, unless still Michael, Cre- be, unless they're Michael still playing to Creed, no matter what. But how many more Creeds would be the question? Yeah, I mean that's obviously like a if it's just, especially to how if it's much just one more Creed, and then you're like, well, you know, a couple years later we'll reboot it with a different fighter. Like I think then you sort of need to bring Rocky back in for a little bit. Um, so I guess as someone that loves it, I hope it's not true. Um, but I understand the reasoning why. You know, it is, you kind of handed the torch off definitively at this point. Um, I don't know how you do a Rocky movie without Rocky being dead and not have him at all in it. Well, I mean, they're technically Creed movies at this point. I know, so, but Rocky's alive and just yeah. never, and it's not addressed and you don't talk to him. It's just like, oh, text from Rocky, everything's going A-okay! I mean, you could play it for... I mean, they're probably going to have to already based on the fact they have a kid in this movie, so they're going to have to probably be like a couple years went by just yeah. so they can get like a single kid to film for the entire movie. But how whatever. old is he supposed to be? Who? Michael B. Jordan's yeah. character? Probably like in his like late 20s at this point. I so if you skip a few 20s. years, maybe he's like early 30s, close like 33, 
And it's like, well, I got to start coming up with an exit strategy as well because I don't want to be a fighter fighting past my prime. And well, I'll be curious out. what they try to even do for the next one. Just like because this one settled that grudge, and it also made him champion. So you kind of handle a lot there. I mean, you can just go with what the direct route of Rocky Three was of like, oh, here comes the next challenger, who's even more dangerous. Can oh, the Wheelman's back. Yeah, sir. <laughs> Everyone remembers him. And then, I mean, the fourth one was just a caricature of Creed Cold Three: War. Revenge of the Wheelman. <laughs> People are like who? <laughs> the Wheelman. It, that... it even has to say in parentheses Andre Ward. And they're like, was that? Did Vin Diesel do a movie about that? Was he the Wheelman? Is, Vin Di- is he going to fight Vin Diesel? Oh my god, he's got to be old, but and short, but why not? <laughs> Uh, but no, to the actor, going back to the Rocky, I think that is as perfect as an Indian as you're going to get. Like, I know there was, especially after the first So one, just Wood Harris in his corner? Yeah, Wood Harrison. It's like, they brought that back to kind and of, And they beat like, the character up a lot more. Established too, yeah. that a bit more. Which I did love. Yeah, like, that would be like, here's his trainer now, Wood Harris is going to help. And Wood Harris did not, like, it, you know, in some insidious way steal him from Rocky. It was yeah. just like, hey, you weren't there, I helped him out, and we both care about this kid. Yeah. You know, I didn't take him even before because I didn't think he'd be good enough. He would be able to do it, but here he is. Um, but, like, after the first one, you almost kind of assumed that the only way it could end would be like, oh, Rocky dies. And it's yeah. kind of nice to have an ending where it's like, no, he's not. I mean, yeah, he'll die eventually one day. But the ending here is he's going to reconnect with his family and kind of live out his last years kind of doing that. I thought he was <clears throat> going for, like, a huge swing for the Oscar nomination with Creed one. Yeah, and he definitely was, I think. And I honestly assumed he was going to try something similar for Creed 2 and maybe even die in it. And be like, let me just get it one. So I, I find it remarkably um, cool of him that he didn't and really toned down like Rocky's side plot. I mean, it brought up one thing that has been glaring from it, that he doesn't talk to his kid, apparently. So I, I did like that got remedy, but it, there weren't a lot of like heart wrenching Rocky scenes. He has a couple in there that are definitely like powerful, but I would say that emotionally the movie doesn't hit like in they tone it like, down for him in terms of like the realness of the character, not realness, um, but in terms of like their mortality, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's not near the same level as kind of like digged into in the first. Yeah, one. his sickness isn't really even mentioned. Yeah, they they basically mentioned like yeah, you beat cancer essentially, sort of thing. Like it, you don't get another scene like him climbing up the steps at the end of the first one. He's no. barely able to do. You it. You get the right opposite. Now. You get him visiting a, a creed in the hospital. Yeah, it's sort of so it's that level of like okay, we don't have that, and I do appreciate that it was a different tone. Uh, but I kind of thought I was like yeah, I guess this is in my mind it, it's a much more satisfying sort of end that we didn't have to watch this character die on screen we actually kind of just get to be like okay story closes and like he's gonna you know reconnect with his family and presumably have who knows how long maybe a couple years of happiness there i kind of i kind of took it off as a great send-off not completely from the movie but from stepping away like maybe rocky's not even in like the top eight names on the credits if you're going by like screen time Mm -hmm. anymore and just taking a real backseat to it where he is trying to raise his kid. And maybe even retires as a trainer. Yeah. Except for the one big fight at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> where he pushes Creed down and goes, I'll fight this bum. I'll Get take, over here, wheelman. I'll take on the wheelman. <laughs> like all the white people across. Finally! It's fucking uh, whatever announcer boxing has. Larry it's just Merchant. like, he's like, I, we have been as fans... We've sat there. We've played video games to live out. And I know that was the plot of Rocky Balboa, <laughs> but we're doing it again. We've seen here. We'd be like, 
What would happen if Rocky Balboa met square in the ring with the wheel man? We thought it would never happen. You always say, would Johnny Unitas throw a better touchdown pass than Tom Brady? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boxing can show this off today. You're about to find out. Call off work. Put the kids to bed. Shoot your children and your pets. Don't let them disturb a single second of like this Like the Kennedy assassination and 9-11. You'll be able to say you were there when. <laughs> So I had to run over to him like, pick good things. Oh, like the moon, the moon landing. So it's like the moon landing. Like the, the moon, moon landing in 9-11. You'll remember where you were. Like when they fished Natalie Wood's corpse out of that, well, that ocean. You'll be able to say I was there. When they found Princess Diana's body splatted all over that speedway. So many people at home are like, I'm just going to turn down the audio. I'm still watching this, though. <laughs> He's right, this is a big fight. I don't know what all that was. But... I don't know why he's choosing exclusively to bring up all these things. I'll assume Natalie Woods' name will be trending on Google. <laughs> I like that it's even starting to become less actual significant events, like stuff people probably haven't all heard of. Yeah. Like, Natalie Wood, oh. Well, you really carrying a torch for her. I, mean... <laughs> I don't know. It's really, didn't really pray to her about it. I don't know if she would have been... I think I said on the scale of Kennedy. No, I think I was like read that in the, the National Enquirer. <laughs> <laughs> like when uh, fucking the other guy starts being like, yeah, like when the Berlin Wall came, like interrupts me. <laughs> <laughs> when that hot white chick killed her own kid, you know the one I'm talking about. When she got acquitted, like everyone will be there. You were here for this. <laughs> You turn it down for like three rounds, like, yeah, he's got to be done. You turn it back up, it's like, when you first heard the audio tape of the grizzly man getting torn, ripped apart by that bear. And Erna Workshop was there like, oh my god, this is horrible. It's going to be like that when Rocky or Wheelman tear each other apart. I'm not playing sides into this, who knows? Uh, Rocky still has to do a quick physical, but obviously this is happening. But as with our 24-7 hardcore rules dictate, as in the case of Klitschko v. Larios, because Rocky punched out Michael B. Jordan, he gets to take his place in the match. Just be in the background. Larios v. Klitschko, champion's name comes first. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And you were the defendant, which I believe comes second. <laughs> it was a court case, not a, not, not a boxing decision. I will use the, the term uh, defending extremely loosely, as it's been a lot of taco eat-offs. <laughs> that you've still gotten draws on. <laughs> that you still had to cheat your way through. Mostly against members of your family. Mostly women or children. People with far less of an appetite than you would have. Alright, the company came. They brought my chicken tacos. But they only brought your... Ooh, it looks like concrete tacos. Well, well the show must go on. <laughs> I'll let you have one of mine. And uh, you can just keep all those concrete things for yourself. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I'm going to give you just enough to have a taste for tacos too. So you're really almost going to kind of consider those concrete ones for a moment. Dude, how did you still get, like, a split decision win on that? <laughs> Bunch of shitty judges. <laughs> I should have known something when all their last names were Klitschko. <laughs> or something not hilarious, because my fan base is pretty trim these days. <laughs> it's a lot of local people. It's a lot of um, what you might call scumbags. And uh, You said you had a story about Sean, I think, then, too? Oh, yeah. I was talking to Shawnee Boy. Uh, hopefully we'll be visiting shortly. 
And if he actually stays over for any period of time, we'll try. That's the dream. I mean, who knows? It's Sean. Yeah. There might be a different Christmas podcast if he actually shows up. But uh, my response, or my text to him about whether he was showing up this weekend was uh, basically like, uh, I think that's the plan as far as him hitching a ride to this wedding. Uh, But I'm playing it by drunken ear. Uh All right. And then... To give context, our cousins, or one of our cousins is having a wedding here, so a bunch of families coming in from out of state. Hot Tommy. Sean, the fans know Hot Tommy. D- DJ Tommy, DJ Dr. Tommy Toon, uh, and Sean will be coming in from the Jersey. The Vanilla Rhino? Wasn't that, the, was that like some nickname? Was it? No, it was White Chocolate, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. And Sean will be coming in from Jersey for the wedding, and the... the question is whether or not he's going to come like leave back with the same group to jersey or if he's just gonna stay here in harrisburg for a couple days or whatever anyway i just kind of uh happened to be up at like three forty-five. i went up to go piss and i saw that i'd gotten like a relatively recent text from him uh his response like uh now strap your strap on your depends and go to bed i'm trying to put out a fire with the biddy the other biddy there's more than one biddy Oh, there always is. And I respond, uh, of course there are. Well, I invited both of them to Tommy's wedding, so we'll see him there. And uh, what must have been an hour later on Facebook, after he assured us he was getting his biddy situation under control, (laughs) it was Sean Toon's in a relationship status. (laughs) I think I know the other end of this. So on around Thanksgiving, Sean texted me and was like, uh, I don't know. He, he texted like two pictures. He's like, "This one's from uh, Jordan. This one's from Tanya, or whatever." Like two different girls, and it's like one is clearly like more stacked, full of Thanksgiving food. And he's like, "One doesn't even have biscuits in it." Yeah, and he's like, "I think I know one likes more than the other." Uh, so I just made a joke. I was like, "Shit, what'd you do to Jordan?" He's like, "Well, Tanya, I assume." <laughs> uh, and then. I just got a text, I think like maybe a week later, it was at one twelve in the morning that just said, fuck. And I was like, I didn't wake up until like seven o'clock. So I was like, what's up? And he was still up because he immediately responded. He was like, different girl posted some picture on Facebook. And I went on to Facebook and it's clearly the other girl who's like, guess this is happening with her <laughs> arm around Sean. And I just kind of assume at this point that Sean's entire, like, M.O. in life is to be that one episode of an 80s sitcom where one guy tries to go on a date with two different girls, like, sort of thing. And the world is, like, the other roommate that's just like, let's see how this works out. Yeah, (laughs) let's... Probably not well. (laughs) Especially... Like, the last 50 times. And Sean's just be like, yo, don't worry, bitches, don't be on Facebook. (laughs) Wishes his hat forward, heads out for the night. Sean, no, you're not on Facebook. You just barely have an account. You have to understand, girls generally are you. Most people are generally using Facebook. Bitches be on Facebook, especially if they're in a relationship with somebody. And the lesson you've learned countless times. <laughs> like it's not as though you've I'm done sorry, this for the first learned quotation marks <laughs> yeah. countless times. It's not as though this is the first time you tried to double dip into two relationships at once. I mean, but I like the idea. Like a week after you get that, he's still reassuring me that like. Don't worry, I got this bitty situation under control. And then, like an hour later, like, guess he's in a relationship. Hooray! She's in, and Sean's in her picture. He's she, <laughs> she is not in his. His is just one of him with a baby, which he clearly threw up to try and 
snooker some pussy out of some chick. Like, oh, what a nice guy. He likes kids. And it's one he can easily say, like, so if it was just a picture of him, if a girl was like, why don't you change your picture, he would, like, he'd have to be like, oh, I guess so. But if he's like, no, it's just, like, it's me with my nephew. It's kind of like a personal thing. Like, they're yeah. not going to force you to change that kind of thing. Yeah, which is I think Sean dabbles that a much lot thought in, in that. the unethical <laughs> implications of things. That much thought in that, but to still rely on, like, bitches don't care about Facebook. <laughs> I do love Sean's, like, logic world. I, I want to have him here to talk to it at a certain extent. Oh, can we both dress like powdered wig judges? <laughs> How do ye answer? <laughs> Sean Toon, you've once again been foisted by your own petard. How do you plead? Uh, not guilty. Then mm. we wait three months mm. and like, Sean, how is thine girlfriend relationship? <laughs> well, I'm dating three girls. <laughs> like, in an open relationship? Absolutely not. One beat up my mom <laughs> outside the house because I refused to admit I was home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to put that as guilty. I'm fine. So what? Like trying to, trying to whisper tips to her out the window, like, Mom. Go for the body. Work the body. Curl up and pretend you're dead. Sean! Sean, get out! Get out! He's just gonna lie on the ground. Kick her shin. (laughs) They go, What was that noise? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Just just us mice. (laughs) (laughs) It better be you mice. Chirp, chirp. (laughs) It better just be Mises. (laughs) Sean, I want my copy of American Pie 7 back. Sean sold it. <laughs> Says the house. <laughs> For a, a wisp of pot. Just literally, just like. <laughs> That's more what I was going to get out of this piece of shit movie. <laughs> I think we can skip deferment, <laughs> Judge Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me busy, like, shaking my head solemnly, like, oh, Shawnee boy. Guilty. I don't even want to see, like, your Christmas Carol story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas present shows up like, Hey, goodbye. Uh, I generally spend more time, but I gotta leave a lot of time for the other guys. <laughs> there wasn't much new territory to tread under. They're like, shockingly, your ghost of Christmas past was just you a year ago fucking off. Your yeah. ghost of Christmas present is the same situation. The ghost of Christmas future can still see your mom uh, limping around the house <laughs> after that horrific beating she took on the front yard. <laughs> After you decided to cheat on Brock Lesnar's daughter, for whatever reason, I don't know. And you had too much pot in the house, so you didn't want to call an ambulance, <laughs> just in case the police showed up, too. <laughs> it's like, weed's legal in Jersey, right? No, unfortunately not. Not, not in Sean's house. <laughs> it's the one unsafe space. It's the non They've already found enough amount to pass, like, his lifetime allotment. <laughs> Oh, good old Johnny boy. Alright, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, W2. You're like, let's talk about taxes. No, like I messed up my, screwed up my to-do list and my podcast list. Death Pool, Bush, Golden Globe picks. Yeah, that was about it. I thought I had something else, but I guess not. Do you have anything else? Do you want to do one card from the thing? Oh, yeah. We have a... We, so Mikey put in cards into the bowl of random topics. So these are ones. And you said you did them while super baked, I believe. 
So, I'm not sure what's in them, and who knows if Mikey remembers. I certainly didn't remember the ones that I did. I remember all the ago. ones I did, because I wrote them down at some point, so. Okay. It wasn't just, like, baked choo-choo train the entire time. Mix them up. Grab one out. And you even did the little envelopes, too. I did. It does add such a level of suspense when you open it. Like, who knows what it's going to say on the inside? <laughs> CRISPR sucks. Huh. That's not really a question or a topic. It's the oil bill. Uh, Wouldn't that be sweet? I just loaded them full of bills. Okay. Clearly, Mikey, had fun with this one. You can only eat when it's dark out, or every time you poop, it sounds like a woman being raped. <laughs> What an odd, uh, like, differentiation between the two topics. I mean, so let's consider pros and cons. So sure. Obviously, the cons of being uh, a woman sound, like, sounds like a woman's being raped when I poop means that I can't, I can't poop in public ever. Like, just Without like, being stormed in on. I mean, every time you can explain the storm. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm like, it's my poop's pooping. coming out. Like, oh, please, no! And I can just be like, it's not real. It's just what a magic, but magically my poop sounds like this now. Yeah, the local police will become familiar with your condition. Yeah, they're going to be like, no, nope, that's just old Poopy Jackson. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's not my name. Poopy Larius. No, could you not put the, could you not mix the real part in? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine with Poopy Jackson if it, if it actually hides my identity from this. Uh, you can only eat when it's dark out. Like, like, there's one that just feels like I have to condition my life around it a little bit, and then there's one that's just objectively horrifying. <laughs> yeah. That, like... Well, there's no victims in that, except people that No, but that I have it. to listen to... Like, that's the soundtrack of my poop. Oh, I mean, you can bring in the iPod. Uh, yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to. I can't listen to the sound of someone being raped every time I poop. So once every three or four days, I have to listen to a person being Well, and you got to do it at home. And imagine, like, conversations if, mom having with people. And every time he's in there, it's like, oh! I've stopped caring oh, about that. Oh, my pussy! In, inconsequential. What okay. if this poop starts identifying, like, developing an identity? What if it's sometimes like, oh, my God, please no! Please no! My name's Percy Jackson! I live God. on 4.2 Fort Avenue! Percy Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it starts, give, starts giving identity No, facts. it's going to be a woman. Don't worry. Well, I mean, Percy could be any gender, Mikey. Get woke. Well, no, it's going to definitely sound like a woman's oh, okay. voice. Uh, it does say a woman. Uh, but yeah, like, what, what if that's the... Like, is it always just generic thing? Or what oh, if you'd it love it if it was a guy being raped. No one's kicking down that door. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, I'm sort of against this. <laughs> a weird scenario this no. has become. Uh, yeah, I think I'd only eat one at Star Trek. That's not that big of a debilitating factor. Usually just, like, you know... Get myself a chai latte to work through the morning hours. Mm -hmm. I guess summer's when it sucks. If it's specifically yeah. when it's dark. Oh, winter's out. fine. But yeah, summer blows. Winter's like, oh, I could start eating at four. 16 hours of the day that you can't eat. You just really pack in a good meal. Like, wake up at like five, pack in a really good meal. I mean, you'd have to sort of become a night owl for that entire, like, four month period. And then oh, transition. I mean, it. does it end at some point? Does there, <laughs> it doesn't say there's an end period to either of these. So. No, it's for the rest of your life. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I thought the pooping one, since you do it so rarely, that would be a bigger seller point to you. Like, well, I just take all my dumps at home and who cares? I mean, yeah, I do. But the, just the notion of, like, if I have to ever take a dump with, like, imagine I have kids. And, like, every time I take a dump, the children have to hear it then, too. They'll spend their lives going through it, though. They'll be so accustomed the to it. The first time, time it like happens is three. horrifying. They're going to be a baby. <laughs> but, they're not going to notice it. And, but then when they're two and three, and they're like, what's that sound going on in there? Like, oh, that's just daddy's 
rape dumps. And they're going to have, some I hope, mom holding them. <laughs> and telling them everything's okay. They'll just get used to it. They'll be like, that's something my dad did and some weird genie showed up. <laughs> it's, not even like, it's not even a genie. Just some curse, I assume. There's no benefit to it. It's not like it's like, and you get $1,000 or something. But like never eating during the daytime, that would be awful. Someone's like, I hey, just, I could get something to drink. You water, sure. Yeah, well, or like a like a latte or something like that. If it gets too like creamy, it's, viscosity is going to be a level. Wait, wait. I, I don't want you like What's squeezing eating? your way into blending like a, a Philly cheesesteak for breakfast. That sounds like it should count. I mean, no. I'm not saying I figured out a flaw in your system, but no, I think no. I did. I can no. eat a I can <laughs> make Philly cheesesteaks no. so smoothies. You're tr- you, uh, you're allowed water, vitamins, and coffee with no more than two. Uh, I don't want coffee. addings or a coffee like drink. Okay, so a latte. How many ingredients are in a latte? Two. Concentrated milk. Thank you very much. <laughs> Concentrated what? Chai. And chai is just one ingredient? It's just spices. Okay. Spices. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> spices usually brewed in a liquid of some kind to give it flavor. It's spices, like eating, you say? <laughs> it's like I'm eating them like, a, like they're Doritos. Well, water was one of your ingredients. So. <laughs> All right, we'll try uh, one more. Save some for when Johnny Boy gets here. If I might even put that one back in for Johnny Boy. <laughs> I mean, I left it in the envelope, I suppose. Oh, let's see here. You really sealed it in. You you sprang for some good ones. Uh, assuming he wanted to do it, how many people would have to die before Conan would be brought back to host tonight's show? <laughs> I mean, all right, so Conan's like, I desperately want it back. Yeah. This isn't a scenario where you have to kill them, <laughs> by the way. It's just like, what scenario would Oh, how happen? many people have to... Well, Jimmy Fallon, for one. They're not going to get rid of Jimmy Fallon. Sure. That'd be really weird. And probably Seth Meyer has to die, too. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that it's not an immediate line of succession. Uh, probably James Corden. I don't know where he's at at this point. Late, late show or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Kill him anyway. No one wants him. <laughs> uh, very unnecessary. Uh, and almost every studio exec head at NBC, I assume, has to go. Because there's mm-hmm. nobody, like, there's got to be so many burned bridges from that. Yeah. Uh, Leno probably has to die, just, like, in principle, mm-hmm. for it to happen. Sorry, Letterman, but just in case. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't, no, I can't let anything sneak through. Norm, I'm sorry. Oh, that's going to be so rough. <laughs> yeah. Norm, I can't risk. You were the potential, I think. At some point, I don't think they ever would, but you know. Yeah. Once again, it's not you pulling the trigger. This is like a scenario where, like, how many people would have? You really have to get rid of like all the hot up and comers too. Almost every Daily Show correspondent has to go, just because they're so like in line to hit that spot. And Conan is so not. Yeah. So, uh, Olivia Munn would have to be in there too. I mean, she was a Daily Show correspondent, so can't take that risk. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Michelle Wolf ever was. Look, after that, Co- she's gonna have to go too, just to be safe. <laughs> after Conan, after killing Norm, nobody else going on the pile is gonna hurt me as much. <laughs> no, yeah, no one else is gonna be as wounding. Howard Stern, it seems unlikely, but why take the chance? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I mean, who knows? Crack. John Mulaney, I don't think you really were in. Ooh, John of, Mulaney, you you've kind of risen of. above it, but uh, yeah, sure. You can't let that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't let John. Mulaney. Someone that charismatic and also Catholic be in there? Yeah, that's not gonna work. He's basically just a younger, hotter Conan. Yeah. You put it oh, that yeah. Way. Absolutely. Less awkward. Yeah, yeah. Still tall and gangly, but <laughs> not as hideously old now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it'd be basically anyone who's ever had a Tonight Show of any kind. So, um, Arsenio Hall, just cover our bases. Mm-hmm. It's pretty old at this point, but can't be too sure. Shaq. <laughs> no, uh, Magic Johnson, just in case. Yeah, get rid of him. All the Wayneses. David Spade. I don't think he was really jockeying for any position, but... I've long given up on just what is probable and just yeah. going to what is even remotely possible. Bill Maher, that's like the one like real big victory where no one was like, I don't think this was going to happen. James He's Gordon, like, I would give that to him. Like, <laughs> one less of these, up to... <laughs> of these... Uh, Anyone then, that's even responsible for carpool karaoke, just to make sure they don't try and just make, put that in the slot. Probably the entire FBI when all these string of like, mass murders are spontaneously happening. Yeah. Because they'd probably be like, well, we should put a stop to late night television for a little bit while we decipher this. Oh, there'll be nothing suspicious about it. It'll just be a snapping finger in these people. Oh, like a Thanos thing? Like yeah. Thanos has shown up, he's like, I know what must be. <laughs> yeah, you would hope you wouldn't need Thanos, but maybe I mean, <laughs> would hey, you need 50% got, of the population? He's still got the fucking gauntlet. What are we doing? I mean, come on. Hey, 50% of the population disappeared. Oh, Jay's still alive? God damn it. God damn it. Leno's got to take that spot again, that old fuck. Uh, Seinfeld, can't trust that. Yeah, Julia Lewis Dreyfus too. I think uh, the whole cast of uh, of Veep, really. Even Richard. <laughs> Even Richard Blatt. No, no. <laughs> and you'd probably have to get rid of everyone from Saturday Night Live too. Yeah. Past and present. Yeah, really everybody. Yeah. Almost everybody in comedy would have to go before Conan gets the Tonight Show back. With That's what I said. You Big Jay Okerson, probably. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't know. I would feel. Him. Yeah, Lewis. I definitely don't need to kill. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, fine. there's no way. I mean, he should be okay for a little bit. Big Dave, Jay, sorry. Yeah, I know you have a new daughter and all, and you weren't. You weren't into this position whatsoever, but I want Conan on the Tonight Show back. Which you could get, Lewis. Yeah. Which, which is weird. I don't, I don't watch Conan on Late Night Show anyway, nor do I watch the Tonight Show. It's really a mishmash of two things I don't watch together. Being like, maybe I'll watch this again. Back when I was back when it existed, when I was like in high school, when I had the free time to or yeah. early. I guess it was it wasn't high school. When was it? Two thousand five. What, Conan O'Brien? Oh, the Tonight Show. When was that? Was that 2008? Seven or eight, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I would have been finishing up high school and, like, first year out of it. Okay. For something, yeah, where I had that free time to be like, hey, the hour block of midnight till 1 a.m. is something I can, or 11 to midnight is something yeah. I can easily free up. My thinking was I would need uh, simultaneous nukes going off in New York City, uh, L.A., San Francisco and Chicago, just to get rid of all the improv scenes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nobody, nobody, and obviously Conan and needs to be on vacation with Conan, his staff and everything. Conan was visiting like Arkansas for some reason. Well, yeah, his family has to be there too. He can't, he can't be. Like, you had to kill off a lot of Conan's cast too, like Jordan Schlansky and and Dion. You think Lewis. Jordan Schlansky is, is leapfrogging Conan to get to that? We've already killed the entirety of the comedy scenes in three major cities just for this. So, yeah, it's a possible. We have to leave it that Conan is literally well, this, this the only Conan, option. This assuming Conan 
wants to do it fairly aggressively, but not that he's like Thanos on this mission where it's like, I don't I, care what it costs me. I would have assumed he would have stopped when the moment nukes bombing cities. Well, of course, there's a mourning spotted. period, but <laughs> like, the world's was, got to he laugh. He was fine with us taking out Norm MacDonald, but he's not cool with Jordan Slansky. Once again, it's not you and me driving around in a van killing people. <laughs> Never my consideration for it. I'm just, I'm just saying, I feel like once we've started this, we've really created a stereo where the only option that can be left is, I probably have to die for this. They're like, no, this you can't is, take a shot on a newcomer. It can only be people who are just terrible at comedy left. This is like Syria just went buck wild and <laughs> nuked a bunch of cities and then was immediately taken out themselves, so it's done. Okay, so it's So unrelated. you nuke all the cities. So it's a completely unconnected reason as and to then why And then sadly you're going to have to re-nuke those cities like a week later to catch everybody that was on vacation. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry, um... What's the girl from Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, Ellie... Ellie Kemper. Like, I'm sorry you were on vacation from your house in L.A. when the nukes hit, but here's another string coming. I just can't take the chance. She's like, but I'm like kind of the female Conan in a way. Red hair, tall, Yeah, that's exactly why this is happening. Oh, no! (laughs) And before we get the Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt season six in the movies. (laughs) What's Titus gonna do? Oh, Titus couldn't survive this purge as well. Someone as charismatic and as... Family friendly as him? Not a chance. He was hanging out in Compton. He missed it. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, we have to go back afterwards. <laughs> yeah. You think someone as charming as him is not going to get that spot before? He was in Tide commercials. Mikey, you it. put down Ellie Kemper and you're not prepared to do this. <laughs> you're not prepared <laughs> to take out Titus? You disgust me. The prince that was promised, indeed. Hawkman <laughs> <laughs> 2, right in your eye. <laughs> Alright, uh, That's else? a good one to get out of the way when <laughs> Sean's not yeah, here. Sean's like, who? Come. No. What's the Tonight Show? Just starts hitting buttons to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, Michael Larios, stand up on YouTube. Michael J. Larios, Instagram. Michael J. Larios, Twitter. Do you do Instagram a lot? I got ba- I just got back into it now that school's done. I deleted it on my phone while school was going on. Was now now you're like, too many hot girls on <laughs> Instagram to Google their pictures. <laughs> too many female wrestlers that I'm, <laughs> even though I'm not watching wrestling. You're, but you're just like, oh, Noel Foley, you little minx. Mm. Like, Mikey, she's not a wrestler. Mm. <laughs> wrestles my heart every night. <laughs> I'm like, ew, gross. <laughs> not a wrestler. Though. That was the better reference because it was definitely like, wrestling. wrestles my wiener with her, her <laughs> hot. Her hot cans every night. My heart on in the morning every day while the dog's <laughs> waiting to go to the bathroom. I'm like, please, daddy. <laughs> no time, girl. I've got to finish stroking it to Carmela. Ooh, Carmela is money. Mm, if money is my Carmela money. No doubt about that. Mm, little football leotard. I like it. <laughs> daddy, I really got to poo. <laughs> well, that's an awkward and distressing note to leave all this off on. <laughs> Thank God I have my Merry- broomstick next to me. Like, keep it down down there. Burm, burm, burm. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. What a happy holidays. Hoot, hoot, hoot.